Go to your Paul in Motocross of Nations preview. Uh, we're finally at Assen. Everyone's been counting down to this one for a while. Uh, you're here with a very different team to the one that was first selected, but how do you rate your chances going into the uh, 73rd race? All teams have the same chance to win. Hopefully, um, we'll be up front. Definitely, you know, we need to put the hard work. Nothing come for free. It is, um, it is a strong team. Uh, on the paper, it's different than all the people expected. You know, every year there is kind of many polemics, but this I'm not going to go into it. You know, I'm uh, here to sh- to be sharing for sports and um, and positiveness. So, really uh, blessed to have the team I have. Uh, the kid Maxim Renault is really pushing behind. Uh, Jordi is uh, getting more confident after his MXGP season, and I'm here, you know, to uh, get the best best out of myself and out of my team as captain. So we are. I'm really enthusiastic to be here. You know, in Assen, track will be tough, rough. But uh, on the paper, we have the same change than everybody. We start from a white page. So first of all, we need to uh, get concentrated, make a good job. And, uh, and then once, uh, once we do our best, we'll see the result. You know, there is a lot of strong people. We've been uh, winning five times in a row. It's good. We have, the, um, we have a big challenge. And uh, if there wasn't any big challenge of, uh, of, of doing it, no one will be here. You with your micro won't be here. I won't be here. Uh, public won't be here. So, uh, so we are we are part of it. You could say that there's more pressure on you now than there would have been had Roman been on the team. But at the end of the day, no matter who you're riding with, you've still got to lead the team, and you were never going to be in a position where they were going to throw away one of your results. Like no matter who you're riding with, you're going to have to deliver two strong motos. So from that point of view, you're just doing your job as normal. Yes. I'm doing my job as normal. I try to dig deep, you know, to uh, to help the people around me. It's an individual sport, and I need to share everything today. I started as early as possible. We even uh, makes uh, makes an extra day uh, last week on the track, and um, you know, we will be leading uh, leading the team. Uh, I've had some good people around me and uh, good atmosphere. So we'll do our work, we'll do uh, our passion, we'll give our best, and we'll see how it goes. You know, it, uh, everything can happen, Motocross of Nation, we can write a book, a, a book out of it. You know, it's, uh, you can see last year how it went, and uh, on the paper it was pretty much the same. So, um, yeah, I'm not really thinking about everything, just uh, watching at the track. Track looks good. Hopefully the weather will stay, uh, will stay nice, you know, and to, to have fun. How has Renault been on these training days? Has he kind of, have you taken him under your wing a little bit? Like, is he asking you for advice on how things work? And I think, like, are you kind of a mentor in a way? You know, in the motocross, there is a lot of, it's an individual sport, there is a lot of ego. So with Maxim, first of all, we started riding together and uh, we need to more each other, to know each other more. Uh, I start to, to be, uh, to be uh, on a good level of confidence with him and... Uh, and he really, uh, he really wants it, so that's really cool. He deserves some, uh, he deserves the, the spot. You know, he's uh, riding really well at the moment, to some, uh, some podium, and now uh, Yamaha factory are giving him the, the, the engine, so he's on a strong bike too. So we've been sharing a lot. I've been uh, giving him advice. Uh, he's a professional athlete. He know how to do. He know how to go fast uh, without me. So I will, uh, I will try to make him better. But uh, already uh, he's Maximono himself before to talk about Gauthier helping him. So, uh, but yes, uh, as captain, my role is to try to, uh, to help. I feel like people are making a bigger deal out of losing Vial for Renault because, okay, Vial's a great rider, but if you look at it on paper, Vial was fourth at Lommel, Renault was sixth. There isn't that big a difference there. It's not, this isn't a change that's going to kill the French team, it's just a minor switch. 
I can't answer your question. My teammate is uh, Maxime Renault and uh, as a sport to get into journalist side, I will uh, keep on your question. Uh, Tom Vial, it's really sad for him. He was deserving that spot. He did a great season. Hopefully we'll have plenty more motocross of nation to race in. Uh, but now today, uh, watching at myself, uh, uh, Maxime Renault is my teammate. He's really strong. Uh, like you said, you know, is the, the the two spot there? It's what? It's one percent. The one percent can make a big difference. Big difference. Um, but yeah, you know, we are all MXGP racer, and if you are in top five, you're there. And then with a better start, with a with a missing start, you know, it can make a big difference. So we are strong uh, with the teammates. You're obviously amazing in the sand as well, but this year hasn't been one of your strongest as far as sand races go. Uh, in recent testing, have you made any big breakthroughs to the bike, which will help you this weekend? Yes, well, we went uh, through a full uh, planning uh, because, as you know me, I, I keep pushing and I never settle in. So uh, we keep improving uh, last week, uh, try to, uh, to improve my, my skills and try to have a bike helping me uh, as much as possible for us. So if you compare this to going into Lommel, you'd say confidence is much, much higher? Yes. Okay, then uh, what about next year? Obviously, speaking of bike, same team, but different team in a weird way. How much is your bike going to change? And have you already got access to some of those parts maybe that you're, uh, will trickle down to you now? Not at all. Uh, I'm really enthusiastic about next year. The Monster Energy Yamaha Vilvo will, um, will continue but it will be uh, in a synergy with uh, Rinaldi doing the R&D for the, um, for the factory parts and for Yamaha, for Yamaha Japan. So the Monster Energy uh, Yamaha factory team will be the team I'm in now and uh, really enthusiastic about it. Uh, I didn't accede about uh, to all the parts, to, to known parts actually. Uh, I'm still riding with the 2019 Yamaha and uh, I will go on a full schedule of testing next week starting from the new 2020 Yamaha and uh, going to full factory bike so um, looking forward to it uh, looking forward to, to next year uh, first of all I have a lot to achieve this weekend but then, uh, but then looking forward to, to test and to go on, uh, on, the new, on the new deal and on your season as a whole uh, on paper it was solid fourth in the championship there's nothing wrong with that Obviously, you were close to third, and that would have been a big difference to you in every way. So I guess a little bit disappointed that you didn't get the bronze medal. You know, Force, it's, uh, those are the best riders in the world. Um, Glenn uh, finished third. He did a really strong end of the season, so he deserved his third place. I was a little bit uh, uh, more far on the last rounds, and uh, he had some good starts, some good, 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 uh, good races, really good races, I would say. So he deserved it. Um, I would have preferred to finish third if, uh, if, if I would have deserved that, that spot. Um, I was a little slower with a few, uh, few missing, uh, missing moto and that's it, you know, you need to accept it. You need to stand up, work harder, um, see where you fail and uh, that makes you stronger and, and believing, you know. So it was really good, uh, congrats to him. Uh, it's not like if I wash the front last last corner and uh, and crash, it totally didn't happen this way. You know, he did a strong uh, last uh, last races, and uh, and I was a bit more back. So, championship has been going uh, good so far. A good first season, you know, with the Yamaha. It has been a big deal uh, going through a lot of testing and a lot of uh, hard work. Really happy with the way it is. Really happy with the team I am in, and really happy with the 
the parts of the puzzle we already put together for next year. People maybe forget or don't know as well that you had a hand injury around the time of Tushintal, so that obviously didn't help either. I'm not someone, yes, who posts, you know, on the on social media, the X-ray and stuff. I think you need to uh, bring positiveness to sport, positiveness to kids, positiveness to uh, to um, to battling in sport, and not really about just crying. And I've had a big crash uh, in Portugal, uh, which uh, hurt. I hurt myself, and then I had a big crash in. Uh, in Russia, I knocked myself down and I had a hand injury. And uh, and from that was really tough to come back. But on one stage, I came back fully, you know, and then was tough to be back, you know, at my right level. Because when you bring down your, your training and, uh, and, and and you bring up the stress and, uh, you know, and, and then you, you, you just makes makes your range shorter. And this was uh, my situation. But, uh, yeah, it's history now. It's, uh, it's behind. It's part of my deal part of my season but uh, overall really happy and uh, yeah you know it's a really positive fourth place in a world championship series uh, two more quick things obviously like you say you're your own rider all you do out there is worry about yourself so there's no point comparing you to other riders but what about comparing you to yourself uh, looking at your year as a whole how would you compare your speed comfort level all of that compared to say 2017 where you when you won that uh, gp on a husky or even kawasaki days or honda when you were second in the world like would you say you felt better than ever this year or maybe this was your second best year like how would you rank it compared to your previous seasons I would say 14 I was really strong really really strong and um, since long time you know I didn't touch this zone and unfortunately when I went uh, in confident uh, side this year and stuff uh, I had crash and and stopped a bit my way to uh, to reach the level I wanted to be you know to reach that zone I'm feeling really really close this year from it uh, winter time has been great uh, feeling so happy with the Monster Energy Yamaha so um, yeah I feel on an, I have the feeling of uh, unachieved work you know today from uh, 2019 season but uh, the memory of it you know is that when you touch that feeling of being at that, that level it's really why you ride and uh, the way you, the way you want to wake up every morning so I've had it and I feel you know I can I can really um, continue this way to, to be to be myself and to be uh, to be fighting for for podium but for win also so really close I would say 14 was great because it was on the paper but I would say this year it was there it was there I didn't uh, put it on the paper I didn't put it together until the end to put it on the paper but uh, need to continue to work harder you know it's a world championship everybody works hard all the factory works hard and uh, and I'm working hard so uh, all I know now is uh, with the experience uh, to put uh, everything on the right spot and, uh, and try to, to make it, but uh, it was there. So, uh, so yeah, just need to continue to work hard and, uh, and just to make it happen because it doesn't come for free, it doesn't come easy. Just need to, to make it happen. This is the, the main world. And last question, a nice easy one. Uh, France have won forever now. Would standing second on the podium on Sunday now be a disappointment? Like, are you now at the point that USA were in 20, 2009, 2010 and all of that, where a win is only the, the only thing that's acceptable? It will be really arrogant for myself to answer this, you know. Every win, it's a motocross of nation. It's a world title behind. Huh? We don't need to forget it. It's a world title. So uh, being five-time world champ, it's, uh, it's an achievement out of everything. 
being outsider of uh, being part of that race as outside outsider for the world title it's an achievement um, we are here to compete to defend our title and uh, it's um, it's a big deal it's a big deal finishing second won't be a shame it won't be a shame if we give everything if we it, it's going to be a shame if we don't give everything it's it's um, it's just like this of course you know when you win you are at the top if you finish second you miss one spot but you know um, we will do our best uh, I will do my best my teammate will do will do their best maybe we see you on the top of the box maybe not uh, everything can happen we cannot uh, we cannot think about it too much we just need to uh, to believe and to work hard and to give everything and and then 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 to put it on the paper We've achieved it uh, five times in a row. Would we achieve it uh, six times in a row? Uh, this is our goal. Uh, there is tough team on front. There has been always tough team uh, every single season. So I have serenity. Just we need to, to work on the good way and make it, uh, make it happen. And, uh, and we'll see. We'll have the result in uh, 48, uh, a bit more than 48 hours. Justin Cooper, Motocross of Nations preview. Uh, obviously, you've been in Europe for two weeks now, so let's start there. Uh, you came over around September the 14th or something like that. So how's everything gone since you landed on a uh, European soil? Everything's been going great. It's, uh, I've had my trainer, Gary Swanepoel, with me. He's lived in Belgium for 10 years before this. So he's basically our tour guide out here, and everything's been going really smooth with the preparation. The bike's set up. Everything's been going great. So uh, I feel there's all, all there's left to do is get out there and race, and I think we've prepared as good as we could. It's actually a decent point. A lot of people forget that Swanepoel actually raced this series over and over and over. Obviously, Assen wasn't on the calendar then, but it's still the same old beast. Like He knows how to navigate deep sand. He knows how to prep for a race like this. He knows exactly what he's doing. So I guess you've just been feeding off of that, even back to June, uh, July, August, when you first found out you were going to be doing this. Yeah, exactly. He's been, uh, he knows what to expect. He's been over here a while, so... Uh, he, he, yeah, he knew we had to get over here and ride the sand tracks. They're quite a bit different than uh, what we have back in the U.S., but we had some really, even some good prep back in the States uh, coming before we came here on the uh, 15th. So, uh, yeah, all, all there is left to do now is race. We've had uh, nothing but good days of training, so I think we're ready to get out there and see what we can do. I guess in the U.S. you were just riding that whooped-out sand track in California, the site on the side of the freeway. Yeah, Nuevo. Uh, it actually has a really hard base, and uh, it was really tiring. The first day I went there, I think I was able to do like 10 to 12 minutes, and I was done. So uh, we started doing motos there, and uh, it was brutal, but it was worth it. And once we came here, it felt like everything was uh, quite easy, honestly, to do the longer motos. So, uh, yeah, nothing but nothing to do now but race i guess so <laughs> excited to be here it's an honor to be here for my country and just uh can't wait to get out there i guess you must have had a week off or something after the outdoors though something just to reboot yourself a little bit yeah i had a, i had one week off and uh we got right back into it so uh yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't uh, trade it for anything i, I want to be here i want to be representing my country and i want to i want to be here at the motocross the nations not at home so uh, yeah, just excited, really excited to get out there on the track. I think I know the answer to this based on what you've just said, but when you got a call up, was there any hesitation at all? Or was it just, did you bite Roger's hand off? It was just chills down my back and then yes, big yes. So, yeah, just uh, excited that everyone's here to support me. And uh, what else is there to do besides go out there and race, right?
I'm guessing it was a big yes and then a oh shit moment when you were like, oh shit, I'm actually doing this. This race that I've seen, and not only am I doing this, I'm doing it on a concrete road race track in the middle of Holland somewhere. Like, you can do it at a hard pack French track, anything like that, and it's kind of similar, but you've literally jumped into the hardest one maybe we're going to have this decade. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, I've, I've grown up riding the sand, so I'm really comfortable in it, and uh, honestly, I, this is exactly where I want to be. Uh, it's going to be gnarly, it's going to be rough, and that's what I think will, you know, separate the people from, uh, that's what's going to separate separate people at the end of the motos. The, it's going to be rough, it's going to be physically demanding, and it's going to be intense, so uh, just excited. Obviously, you came over like a week or two later than uh, the Husky guys. While you were sat in the America watching their videos and seeing what they are doing, was there a bit of you that was a bit like, eh, maybe I should be there? Yeah, but uh, looking back on it now, I think the prep that we had it uh, back in California at that track was plenty. Uh, it was very tiring for me, very physically demanding, and it uh, it was uh, honestly quite an easy transition coming over here. So, uh, yeah, all in all, I I don't regret not coming over here earlier. Uh, I think we had plenty of time here, and just uh, yeah, I almost preferred it that way. It was it was it was good what we did. I think we had the right. The right prep and uh, excited to see what we can do i guess at the end of the day as well like you're away from home right now so that's not it's fine being here but it's not nice to be away for so long so had you spent a month here or whatever maybe you would be a little burnt out or just over it by the time you got to this race whereas clearly you're still refreshed and ready to go yeah i haven't been over here too long like two weeks and i'm already i'm already ready to you know go back home but now we got the we got the big step it's it's cool here it's it's uh it's a blessing to be here i'm enjoying every moment of it and just uh it's, it's a different experience for me, so I'm taking advantage of it and just uh, learning them as much as I can from it. How much has your bike setup changed since you got to Europe? Have you overhauled the thing completely, or is it kind of similar to the base setting that you got figured out in a Cali? Uh, pretty much base setting. I uh, haven't changed much. I've, I've kind of found what I wanted in the Nationals this year and not really going to go too far from it for no reason, so we're going to stay with what with we're comfortable with, and uh, yeah, just... I think we'll be fine. What about the uh, support from Kimia? Have they given you much insight into bike settings and told you, like, this is what Yago does? Or have you kind of just done your own thing, confident, knowing that that will do the job? Yeah, I actually tried Yago's exact setup from uh, Lommel. So uh, he did really good there, and uh, his his stuff was quite nice. Uh, I enjoyed some of it. We made some tweaks to ours to, uh, you know, kind of see what they were on and everything. But they, the Kimia team have been... Uh, really big help they've been uh supporting us since we've been in europe and uh whatever we need they're they're there for so uh we've been using their sprinter vans for the tracks every day and just yeah they've really stepped up and helped us uh like like we do when we they come over to the u.s we you know start steps up and you know does whatever they need so it's uh it's all a big yamaha family uh, were you surprised by Yago's setup? Like, was it kind of what you would think it would be for a track like Lommel, or did you get on the thing and be like, uh, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> no, it was quite good. It was—it's honestly quite similar to what I'm running for for the U.S. So uh, it wasn't, you know, anything I wasn't used to. Uh, I agreed with some things, and I disagreed with some things. That's uh, what riders do, and uh, each person has their own style and what works best for them. So. Uh, yeah, I haven't really changed much from my original setup, but definitely use his stuff to, uh, you know, better, you know, better try some different stuff to see if I would like it better and all that kind of good stuff.
Uh, it's a terrible question, but we've got to ask it. Expectations, obviously, a win would be nice. It's definitely not off the table, but I guess a podium is a realistic and a good thing to shoot for. Yeah, podium for sure. Uh, if we're if you're asking me my expectations, it's it's to win USA to win. So <laughs> I'm not gonna lie about that. Uh, obviously, I want to be the best MX2 rider. I want to go out and win my class, but also do damage in the other classes to get points you know to help our chances so i feel like i play a big role in this and uh, i'm ready to step up i feel like that's one thing maybe people overlook like tomorrow's a qualifying race that's just a qualifying race sure but that's the one shot you've actually got to go um toe-to-toe with the mx2 guys and kind of prove what you can do who you are and all of that so like that's exciting in a way and i look forward to that just as much as the main races yeah it's probably going to be the most exciting race (laughs) i'm going to be in all weekend besides eating some 450 roofs but yeah, it's going to be fun to race the 250s. and uh, Just just the 250s is going to be fun. Uh, Sunday's motos are going to be a lot more difficult, <laughs> to say the least, but uh, I'm ready for it. You might even get a whole shot in the 250 race. I don't know about Sunday. They might, you, might need two, you might have to do the old two-goggle trick, three goggles, but at least you'll get some clear air tomorrow. Yeah, they might have to let me out before the gate drops <laughs> if I want a whole shot on Sunday. But, but no, we'll try our best. I, I think we'll, we'll be good on the starts, and hopefully we can get up in the top five top ten area to set ourselves up for a good result and uh, last thing just on your season in the u.s uh, i feel like it was good kind of what you would want out of your season and most importantly it kind of established a good base to go off of next year and win both titles yeah exactly uh that's what i said the first year in my rookie season but I, i've learned so much more this year and i've got the same result overall but definitely closer in the championship and it's just another another stepping stone to where i want to be so I think we're in a good spot heading into next year and uh, nothing to go for but the top. Uh, Jeremy Sewer, Motocross of Nations preview. Uh, first off, Team Switzerland. I feel like if I was a Swiss fan, it would drive me insane because you could have a winning team. Like, it's quite possible. But for some reason, every year, you can't match this thing up where all three of you are just fine and ready to race. So, again, you could have got a podium. Now you're not looking as good. But I guess there's still a shot to do top five and maybe a podium if things go well. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, we came from being potential, like potential winning even. I mean, okay, the, the Dutchies are really, really strong, but you never know what happens at the Nations. But sure, if Arno and me would perform like we did all year, you know, in average, and, and Valente does some good, you know, stuff, then uh, we could have been sure on the podium. But this isn't it now. Things changed. Uh, we have a different rider, of course. Uh, it's not the same level as uh, Arno was. I mean, we, we can't lie about that. Of course, he will try to do his best, but we we see, you know. But it's uh, it's sad, you know, to 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 lose that and now, you know, fight maybe for I don't know, top ten, top five. But you know, anyway, I'm gonna go for it for myself, you know, for 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 my wrestling stuff, which counts as well and. We see how it goes. Assen, uh, I mean, you know, first of all, the nations is always a big surprise thing. Then Assen makes it, you know, a bigger surprise. And then I think the weather is going to play into this. So the p- surprise is going to get, you know, even bigger again. So we will see how it all goes. I guess, like, look, you've had injuries and all of that to the team Switzerland. But at the end of the day, your job's the same. Like, whether Arno's out there or not, they weren't going to be able to drop your results. So you've still got to go out there, do the best you can and, yeah, see what happens. Exactly, you know, at the the end of the day, I'm by myself on the bike, so nobody is uh, steering my bike, you know, so that's that's, uh, good. Just, you know, we got to qualify, of course, we got to get two results tomorrow, and then on Sunday, I do my job as good as I can, and then the others as well, and we see how it ends up for the team, but for sure, I can still, you know, enjoy it or, like, 
I give my best for myself, you know. Uh, do we need to go back to what we were saying around Lommel and that uh, people don't realise just how good you are in the sand? Like, you could win your class or your qualifying race or whatever, you're that good in the sand. People just don't understand. Yeah, actually, I am good in the sand. It's completely we true. <laughs> but we are in Assen and Assen is not a, you know, it's like a common sand GP. I mean, to be honest, I struggled a lot the last few years in Assen for some reason. I always did. I never managed to get a good feeling. I never managed to to get the good results over here just because Assen is strange you know I, I didn't find the, the link to the track kind of you know but 2017 I still almost won a moto and a GP against Prado which is one of the strongest guys out here in Assen but so I managed to, to somehow make it still you know but still didn't feel uh, perfect but uh, I mean I'm not going to go into the weekend with that kind of bad mindset you know I just tried to make the best out of it and, and I believe in it I can also perform well in the sand of Assen you know Have you had a chance to look at the track yet and all the changes they've made and uh, if so what do you think of it all? I didn't at all I mean I'm going to do it later this afternoon see uh, how it is but I think on the track map they did uh, some changes I'm happy with that I mean just to get a bit new and a bit bigger maybe and stuff but anyway we will find out on the bike you know how it really feels for riding it can look cool on the on the track map but the flow is missing or something but we see tomorrow and anyway you know it's gonna be you know sand everywhere and uh, you wanted to avoid talking about it all year but we can finally say you're second in the championship we're not going to jinx anything it's safe to actually say it uh, obviously you're stoked with that and had someone told you in january that you were going to end up with a silver medal you would have taken that all day long yeah sure sure i mean you know uh, coming from a set that several times like a nearly not top 10 i finished i think 10th and 11th with a ninth overall in argentina just giving it my best like from physical wise and stuff you know so being second in the championship after uh, 18 rounds is, is quite you know also for myself uh, surprising of course even though after halfway we started to realize this is uh, happening and this is possible so we still kept pushing and didn't lose the focus but uh, like you said it was getting hard for the last few races to not talk about sure coming into turkey coming into china the la couple two three last two three races i had it in mind because at, there is one stage you cannot avoid this it's sure but we managed well and i'm really really happy to end up that season proving again that it didn't happen just because i was there all year and not injured so it happened because I also had the speed, I showed uh, everything I need to show and I did that in China again, which was quite important, you know, just to, to say, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's deserved. It's just not because uh, Tony and Jeffrey was injured, it's because, you know, we, we, we fought, we fight for it and we, we did it, uh, you know, by ourselves. People can say you didn't get injured and all of that, but technically you did get injured, it just wasn't in the season. Like that lung infection or whatever it was, it sounded gnarly. Yes, it was. I mean, it's something I never, uh, you know, experienced before. I mean, yeah, everybody had a cold, everybody was sick before and in bed for a week and after, okay, you go again. You can also race with having, having a cold and not do too bad, actually, you know. But this was something else. It really, like, put me back uh, far, really, really far. Like, uh, you know, you, you're not going to start from zero. You start, like, way below with your body just to... To, to get your body to a like uh, baseline again where like everybody's at is, uh, was already taking you know one two weeks of course it goes quicker because my body is used to a higher level but still it was like 
But the first day on the bike, I even went a bit earlier than the doctor said I'm allowed to because he said one more week, still no bike. You can go running and stuff, but no bike. It's too intense. But after like five days, I did it and I've done like, I think, uh, three 15-minute motos on like a slow, too slow speed, but just to ride a bit, you know, and I felt that after now doing a GP, you know, so it's like kind of, and this was in February already, you know, so a hard way to come back but at the end of the story I think if you watch at the results in China let's take the last race Glenn Herlings and me we've been the top three guys yeah. in China and all of us uh, were injured or like not ready in the beginning of the year Jeffrey wasn't racing all year anyway he comes back he's really hungry to push he wants to win Glenn uh, was injured all winter so he was still uh, like hungry as well and my story and all the others which were fit in January, 100%, they weren't at 100% in China. You know, you see, it, somehow it's, you know, coming back as well, you know. Uh, you mentioned China. It was interesting to watch on TV. And at one point, I would have put money on you winning the thing because you looked insanely fast. Uh, obviously, you ended up crashing. Your chin looks okay now, so that's an improvement. But, yeah, at least you showed that speed, I guess. Yes, you know, it went from really, really good to completely disaster and back to good with a podium. But, you know, I, my plan was to, to, you know, do as good as I can and just, like, you know, perform at my best. Because for a whole championship, you can't do that every race. You need to do motos and races to say, okay, I take third, maybe fourth. One guy passes me because he is a bit faster, but I don't crash, I don't risk, I don't risk an injury. I'm on my... Come in my comfort zone, you know. But in China, anyway, I had nothing to lose. I I enjoyed the track. I loved the dirt and stuff. So I just said, I'm gonna go at my 100% and see what I can do. Maybe I can win, you know. So this is how it turned out. I was really fast. I was just riding, you know. Had a lot of fun. Uh, enjoyed it. And from one lap to the other, I got a rock in my eye <coughs> or on the goggle. <coughs> Not too bad, but just like the sweat and the blood. It created. It wasn't the deep one, but enough to bleed, to to make some, you know, blood a, blur, a blurry vision. So I kept pushing. It didn't bother me too much, but but by keeping keep uh, like pushing and stuff, I just made that other mistake, crashing out, cutting open my chin. You know, being back in seventh with a potential win. You know, went back to fourth. You know and. Luckily, still made it on the podium in that second moto, but you know, uh, I was happy but not happy because, like you said, I could have made uh, more out of that. But for my feeling, I still know now for next year myself, you know, I can do it, and this is the important thing. I guess that China ride came kind of came from being relaxed as well because you went in 43 points ahead of Gautier or whatever, so you kind of knew that, especially with 24 riders on the line, there was no chance of you losing that, especially second moto. So that was maybe why you were willing to hang it out a bit more, yeah, sure. This one, anyway, you know, because if if I hang out in Turkey and I make a crash and I have something not to ride the last, then he would catch me yeah. still. So there is that 3% of more uh, safety involved. And in China, this was gone because I knew after Saturday, Gotio is not going to pull two hole shots and going to go two times second because that's what he needed to beat me. So I was completely relaxed and, you know, uh, yeah, just riding the bike like I should ride it, you know. But, you know, didn't end up quite as much as I wanted but I'm still happy with my performance and stuff 
and uh, last thing obviously next year you're still a factory Yamaha rider different awning how's that going to change things for you with like off season prep obviously Wilbur are based in Holland so does that mean that you're going to be over there more and not around the Rinaldi base as much like is anything going to change for you from the like logistics side actually not at all I mean a little bit yes but like let's say the base is the same because let's say next week I go testing like I did last year and all this year I go to Italy so this will be the same system testing will be done with Michele Rinaldi and everything what is about the bike technically is about Michele Rinaldi you know so now I had one mechanic and one practice van in uh, Belgium Lommel actually this will be Holland now but it's only 10 minutes apart from each other it's just going to be a bigger base a bigger team behind over there there because there it's going to be the main team so let's say it can also be a bit of advantage because now I was all year alone I had no place to you know like I had my mechanic but he was working in one small garage and that's it and next year we have like the biggest workshop in the business I think which also gives you a bit of advantage in some things but you know the the base which is material of the like my bike which is the most important plus the people surrounded by me it's gonna stay 80% the same I keep my practice mechanic I keep Michele's crew behind me I just gonna have one new race mechanic and the rest stays quite the same